0: Sit back, relax, and enjoy Talk Bites. And welcome back to another brilliant episode of Talk Bites. Uh, Around the water cooler, cooler cooler, it has been said to be the number one podcast people aren't listening to. So it uh, has definitely gotten um, um, the word out. Uh, And speaking of water cooler, my next guest uh, I'm Is probably one of the the guests that I've been most excited uh, to meet and, and most excited to to have on the show, and um, and that is Bree. Bree, how are you doing today?
1: I am doing really well today. Had a good day. How about you, Brian?
0: Uh, I am absolutely awesome sauce. Now, for those out there, you have uh, people always wondering where do I get my guests. Of course, a lot of people slide into the old DMs uh, at Original V Game, but Brie actually works at a share office that uh, my company is at, and I used to come up with reasons to have to come upstairs and need help from uh, the, the staff there just so I can talk to her. And uh, apparently, I've made an impression because when the podcast was found, uh, she... Uh, honorably agreed to, to come on. So thank you.
1: Not a problem. It's absolutely my pleasure.
0: Excellent. Um, so since you are a, a short-time fan, first-time listener, um, you would know that uh, my next question is, what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given?
1: Um, I think the best piece of advice I have been given is um, just go for it I think a lot of good things that have happened um in my life is just because I put my hand up and went for it um so yeah I think that would be best awesome, to start awesome.
0: To start. so just go for it what what was what is one of the last times that you just went for it
1: um I believe uh this podcast <laughs> <Saying> that <laughs> I go onto this podcast I think that's one of those things I never thought I'd be here I'm like as a guest on a podcast, and here I am.
0: I have a feeling this might be the highest rated episode yet, uh, but uh, we, we will certainly see about that. So just go for it. Love it. It's, it's uh, quite uh, close to uh, Nike's just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Why? why?
1: <laughs> I almost said it too, but, but I switched it up a little bit. You, you switched it a little bit.
0: You made it original and and, and that's good. Uh, but uh, I think the meeting is still, still the same there, uh, which, which is great. Um, is, can you think of a time where you didn't go for it and you now regret it?
1: That is a good question. I mean, I don't really think I have many regrets in life, so Mm. I think I've done, taken a good stab at what I can and I've landed where I am. I, yeah, no regrets.
0: Done. Love it. Yes. Perfect. So, uh, now let's just jump right into the topic. We have we have a wide range of topics, and the one that uh, was chosen for today is best year of your life. So, Brie, what is the best year of your life so far?
1: Um, I have I want like there's one that does stand out, but in saying that, I do think every year keeps getting better. Like as you kind of like grow every year, I've had this one great year. And then every year after that, just kept getting better. 2021 has a little bit more to prove, but where (laughs) most of them leading up to it um, was really good. Um, I think, I mean, in saying that 2020 was actually a good year for me. I really think I thrived then, but also um, 2016, I actually went overseas, moved out of home for the first time, went to Argentina. Um, And I grew a lot during that experience, Um, like learning the new language, meeting new people. It's a new way of life, like really trying to get my bearings um, and make my way through a new city that I've never been to before. There's all these new experiences. So it was definitely a highlight of my life.
0: Wow. So 2016, you you got on a plane, you Mm -hmm. went to a country that you didn't speak the language. And you just were like, fuck it, go for it. (laughs) You were there for a year.
1: There was some, it was for my uni degree. So I did do some Spanish in the lead up, but writing on paper, like learning Spanish on paper and actually speaking it, two completely different things. So I got there not knowing how to even like order lunch or order proper water. I remember I was sitting there with my um, friend in a cafe and they come up and they go, um, agua con gas. And we're like, what? <laughs> we have no idea what that is. And it was like water with gas. I mean, like with like sparkling water or like no, no sparkling water. So that was one of the rude awakenings. It was like, oh my God, that was a really easy thing to know um, that we should have known. But we just, it flew over our heads. So we really need to knuckle down um, from that point.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah, that. um so water with gas. It's amazing how something so simple yet something so it can can become so so complicated. So you're in Argentina, you've landed, you, you don't know how to say sparkling water, because they don't say sparkling water, they say water with gas. <laughs> what what would be the first time that you had like an oh shit moment? Like, oh shit. This is
1: different. Um... I think actually just getting there into the hostel and being like, where are we? Actually, no, my first one was all of the people that I knew that went over had gotten an apartment and I hadn't. And I was still kind of holding out for like a good apartment. I was living in a hostel for a good three weeks um, while everyone kind of gradually got their apartments, their new housemates and new friends. Um, That was one of the times I was like, oh crap, I'm going to have to do something different. So I actually went on Craigslist, which no one, we didn't really use. Like Craigslist is a little bit of like anonymous, not really sure what you're going to get.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but I went on Craigslist, found this apartment. And I was like, just just go see it. And it was the most amazing apartment. Like the most amazing apartment, the most amazing roommate. Um, and I'm really happy that I just went and saw it. And yeah, it kind of made the year in that place. It's worth the wait.
0: Wow. So you just went for it? On to Craigslist. <laughs> just went for it. <laughs> and, and you got an amazing apartment and it was worth the wait. Great. So what, um, what was the most embarrassing thing that happened to you during that year? While you were
1: <gasps> Literally all of my conversations. <laughs> I could not. I fumbled my way through so many conversations that year um, and stuffing up, tripping over my words. Um, it's bad enough I do it in English, let alone in Spanish (laughs) and you can't get like the very, very simple things. Um, there was one, oh my gosh, there was actually one moment, this, (laughs) a little bit shameful, but, um, not shameful, but very embarrassing. I was in a grocery store in line to pay for my stuff. And this old grandma comes up to me and she asked me if I was pregnant in Spanish and I was just gobsmacked No, I I obviously wasn't I wasn't pregnant I don't know obviously not to her but I wasn't pregnant um and I just had to I was so shocked I couldn't really get the words back out but I was like I was just like, like no 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 like this this isn't um that's not true so that was probably one of the most embarrassing things, but I don't think it had to do much with the language. I just think being called out and someone thinking you're pregnant is always an embarrassing time. Wow.
0: You would think that'd be a, a number one uh, rule, an etiquette that uh, around the world would adhere to. You know, is Would it like, <laughs> but uh, oh. Oh, wow i am gobsmacked. She
1: seemed very unfazed by the fact that i said no she just kept on having a conversation so
0: wow Well, in the middle of the grocery stores oh lined, lined up at the grocery store
1: yeah i couldn't even walk away they knew exactly where i was headed to <laughs> headed to that checkout um couldn't even go to the next aisle
0: wow wow and what was your advice to say the word happy what would be your happiest moment from that year?
1: Um, um, my apartment, so I was like on the 15th floor, had the most amazing view of the city. Um, it happened every afternoon, but when the sunset came down, I had a beautiful, like pink, orange glow throughout the apartment. I used to play a good, good playlist, get the mood flowing. Um, and that's probably like my happiest times, like in the afternoon sunset, kind of like looking over the city, just knowing that like anything is possible. Like once I leave the house, anything's possible in the city. It's a really nice feeling.
0: Wow. Okay. That, that sounds beautiful actually mm. to have that, to have those moments. Talk to me about the culture and, and the cultural differences. Cause I could, I'm, I'm not from here. I don't know if you can tell that and, <laughs> um, even, uh, even though the two countries are as about as similar as you can get, one's hot and one's cold. And that's, that's it. That's the difference. It is it, it night and day when I got here. Um, some of uh, the many things like going and getting batteries, like it's just different here as it is, as, as it is to back home. What, what would be some of the things culturally that, that kind of surprised you? I mean, we, you knew it was going to be different. It's not like me where I thought, Hey, it's the same thing. I just got a beach instead of a, of a ski hill. Oh, but for you, you knew it was going to be different. But what, was there anything shocking about that that, that was different?
1: Um, I think oh, it was well, a while ago now. So I feel like those initial shocks have kind of plateaued. But I think one of the big things for me was like the food and the range of food. It just wasn't, it just wasn't the same. Like you want, you have this amazing recipe that you cooked back in Australia, but then you get there and they only have like one type of cheese, like plain, it's like a white cheese that really doesn't have much flavor. So it wasn't that great. The yogurt was like runny, watery kind of consistency. Um, I think food was a massive shock over there. Um, And I think how, I think the people, them being very open and, um, I think in Australia there's a bit of a line where you ask people certain things. I guess when the lady asked me if I was pregnant, Mm -hmm. that's an example of them kind of, I don't know, stepping that line that we would think is normal in Australia. Just push that extra question, you know, make you a little, it's a little bit uncomfortable, but um, it's normal for them. So.
0: Wow, so their boundaries are definitely a little bit different over there than they are here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, the social boundaries are a little bit different.
0: Wow, no, it's funny the thing that you say about food. That was one of the things I've noticed when I first got here as well. Is how good the food is in Sydney, Um, and and Melbourne, and and like and Brisbane. Like the food, just don't like fucking Cronulla the restaurants the granola had some fucking amazing food like the food in sydney is is next level now i've been back to canada since and um you know i, I don't want anybody from home to to be like uh, hey, oh have you tried this front what's going on what's here but it, it's still that it it's not it's not as good as it is in australia the food is just next level
1: yeah uh, it's so serious, it's, yeah, live well. live. Mm.
0: it's crazy um so the boundaries are a little bit different. So tell me about the, uh, the nightlife in Argentina. Is it different than it is here?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that was, a, yeah, that was a crazy year. Um, I think the way like the city of Buenos Aires is built up, there is, you go through a door and you think you're going to like, you think, you know, what you're walking into. You think you're walking to like a cafe. But then it goes upstairs, and then there's another door that goes downstairs, but into the next building, and then it goes, I know, around the side. Like you just you walk into a door, and you don't know where you're going. (laughs) That makes sense. Like you walk into, what's an example? Maybe like a convenience store, and then they might have a curtain at the back, and you go through there, and then it's like a beliche, um, like a what do you call it? Like a dance club, a nightclub. So. It's really interesting. Like you walk out there, you don't really know what you're walking into. And then it turns out to be the most, you know, amazing thing. We went to a tango class in one of the first months that we got there. Um, Very unassuming kind of room. But then it was like black and white tiles on the ground, like long um, red velvet curtains. um, And there was maybe 30 international students kind of like, dancing around um but then you go through one of the curtains and then there's this massive like oh the roofs were so tall it was like a warehouse kind of thing and it's dimly lit and they've got like animals what was it it was like um like animal heads people had gone out hunting like weird things like that on the walls but like the fairy lights the bar, and then a whole bunch of like professional, like they seem professional, like tango dancers, like wow. dancing in the space. Um, and then you go down another side and there was something, it's just like a different world. Like you, you're in one room, you go to the next room and it's something completely different. Then you go to the next one, it's all within the same building. So like the doors are very unassuming, <laughs> is what I can say about Argentina and it was a lot, a lot of fun. I think there was a lot of international people where I was and I was in an area that was quite like an expat heavy, um, area. So met a lot of people there. Um, but yeah, it was really, really fun. I definitely haven't experienced things like that in Sydney. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but like the cafes turn into bars or like vice versa, like they'll round the round the clock open kind of thing. So
0: it really around wasn't the around the clock yeah <laughs> that, that was the one thing i noticed when i first moved here I, I called sydney the largest small town i've ever been to like i was <laughs> absolutely gobsmacked when i moved here that like the the cart the the, the sidewalk rolled it rolled up at 6 p.m. I remember I wanted to go out and get something and then everything was closed. I mean, what you, it's Tuesday at 6 p.m. What do you mean you're closed? <laughs> I wait till Thursday to buy something? Like I sounded like the most obnoxious Canadian ever. Like, but what do you mean? I want an espresso machine at 3 a.m. Why can't I get that? I can get that back home. Why isn't it open here? You're 5 million people. Sydney beat that out of me quite quickly. Now I know Ooh. if I want to buy anything, I have to go on Thursdays um, pre-COVID. <laughs> Moment. Now, now, now I go to eBay or whatever it is. But yeah, um, like that. do you uh, have you kept up the dancing? Do you still tango?
1: I do not tango. I do dance, not very well. Like I put my music on and dance around the house, but I don't do anything professional anymore.
0: Yes, anymore.
1: Oh well, no! Sorry, I chucked in anymore. I don't mean I ever professionally dance.
0: Okay, because <laughs> so that's a whole other conversation. That that was going to spiral. You see? Yeah. You go like, what? <laughs> Let's go down there. Um, yeah, I'm 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 the exact same way uh, with with in the house as well. I've got I've speakers in almost every single room. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get them in every single room so I could have that uh have that music as well. Uh what uh what is your go-to genre
1: for music? Of music? Um at the moment oh, I listen to one radio station and whatever's on that is kind of the music I listen to. So maybe a little bit alternative, a little bit pop, a little bit um R and B. Yeah, that's kinda <laughs> A little bit of a mix of everything there.
0: There you go. And have you kept anything from your Argentina days? Any bands from Argentina or or style from from Argentina? Or is it uh, just uh, the kind of top 40 stuff?
1: Um, From Argentina, I do have a mix of Spanish music in my phone still.
0: Hmm.
1: Um, So I do have like a bit of an Argentina playlist that I play. Um, There's music that was popular. It was like when... Um, the Spanish and English mixes of certain songs came out. There was a couple of those songs in 2016 that yeah. um, are in the playlist too. Like des stuff-
0: Despacito? Anyways, I'm not going to sing.
1: It <laughs> we're going
0: <gonna>, we're <laughs> to yeah. save their fans here. Um, <laughs> yeah, excellent. Uh, what is the. What do you still do that you learned from twenty sixteen? So we we speak we spoke about growth and we spoke about um, just every year just building on itself and getting better and better and better. What have you taken from your twenty sixteen? What have you taken from your overseas that you that you still use today?
1: I think uh, being very open to meeting new people and open about their experiences. I think that was one big one. I think and those the excuses the that
0: they come up with to uh, constantly be coming upstairs Pardon? and the excuses that they come up with to constantly be coming upstairs.
1: <laughs> I'm glad I made you repeat that.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good. All right. The uh, R2D2 Lego that uh, got delivered to the office <laughs> instead of <laughs> my, my house was an accident. But, <laughs> um, all right. Good. Um, That's, uh, no, this is, this is, this is great. Now I have to ask, what
1: was your worst year? Oh, what was my worst year? That's a, that's a call cup. I don't think I've had a worst year. I know, Brian, do you think you've had a worst year?
0: Uh, I, I don't. I think that I've had good years and years that I can learn from. Yeah. There's well, that's been- a nice way to put it. A lot. I, of- know, I
1: think every single year, you kind of grow some way. There's something good to take from them. So there's no, there's no bad years. It- exactly. Yeah.
0: Now, which is going to be a great little segue right into our interesting factoid of the week. Interesting factoid of the week. Uh, so on the topic of best year slash worst year, I have found a little bit of a factoid. In 2018, medieval scholar Michael McCormack nominated 536 as the worst year to be alive because of the extreme weather events caused by a volcanic eruption earlier in the year, causing average temperatures in Europe and China to decline, resulting in crop failures and famine. It was just a bad time to be alive. It was it was it wasn't fun. It wasn't mm. fun. Um, you could you really tell when someone's actually having a conversation or when someone's reading something eh? (laughs) (laughs) the difference in voice like i tried to make it sound like i was talking to you but no that i was reading that 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 was a google (laughs) special um 536 the worst year what do you think
1: um i mean it's very interesting to think like how many people were alive on the planet in 536 like the amount of famine that happens now the amount of you know, bushfires and, like, natural disasters that wipe out a lot of things. Be interested to see, like, how many people were affected back then, like, population-wise, percentage-wise, in comparison to now. I mean, it's very interesting. 2020, for a lot of people, has been the worst year in a very, very long time.
0: It's going to be 2022 in, like, four months, five months. Oh, and I, I feel, like february 2020 to me like i I woke i went to bed last night in february 2020 and i woke up now and it's almost 2022 you know what i mean like it it, this is definitely going to be uh something that we will be telling our grandkids about because i can remember asking my grandfather about the depression well were you alive and uh you know little 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 kid were you alive no brian i'm not that old but anyways you know what i mean so it's something we're going to, it's, it's informing us, but it's, it, it's going to form us as a society going forward, but it's, it's going, it's forming the entire world because it's affecting everybody. Yeah.
1: So it's I going mean, to be. Is there anything that you've been like writing down? Like, I'm just thinking about this and like, it'll be a great time to start a journal and kind of document that. So the future generations of my, I know my children, should, I have them um, can actually look back. Is there anything that you're documenting? I mean, you've got this podcast.
0: I was just going to say these podcasts are both. Most- <laughs> um, I also do have a writer's blog at storybites.com.au. A oh, hello. Storybites.com.au. Um, interesting. Another interesting factoid that I'm just pulling out of the air right now. Isaac Newton basically invented calculus. It's, it was it calculus or, or, or one of the maths that uh, I was definitely too stupid to do in high school? Not stupid, just easy. and um and during a pandemic, so Damn. you got this uh, Isaac Newton fucker that's uh, creating an entire new arm of maths, and you got me that uh, is watching Rick and Morty. I don't know if history is going to remember me <laughs> as well as they did old Isaac there, uh, but that is an interesting thing to do. Absolutely, I think this is something that we should be. Um, documenting I wonder what our grandkids are going to be thinking of our of our instagrams <laughs>
1: instagram be around It'd be and like my <laughs> so do we get
0: do we get our, our instagrams at one point and, and like put them in like a book and then here you go you want to know about your your grandfather or your great-grandfather's life here's a book of his instagrams no don't do that you don't want that don't want that no one go through my instagram the old DMs slide into them for you to be a, a guest on the next episode. Brie, you have been absolutely one of my favorites. It has been so good to talk to you. Do you want to leave with uh, leave the your fans with anything else?
1: Um, no, I am pretty good. But thanks for the opportunity.
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yes, you are. Uh, Brie, thank you very much for coming out. And uh, hopefully you'll do it again one day.
1: Hopefully one day. Good to chat to you.
0: Thank you for listening. Excellent. Have a good one. Talk bites.